Welcome to Take Once a Week, your weekly source of all things pharmacy. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. This is episode number three. The date today is March 17th. In vaccine news, a common issue with the COVID vaccine is that once it is opened, it needs to be used within six hours, otherwise it will go to waste. Some pharmacies, specifically Billing Pharmacy in Montana, is giving those remaining doses to individuals outside of the Phase 1B Plus group. This group includes everyone ages 60 and older, and those between 16 and 59 with certain health conditions. The pharmacy in Montana distributes the remaining vaccines on a first-come, first-served basis. It says individuals will drive from all over Montana to get their shot. A common complaint among community pharmacists is that they are taxed physically, mentally, and financially by hours of paperwork, piles of rejected claims, and unceasing billing audits just to receive some level of payment for administering vaccines. And it's a problem that could push some of these small businesses to the brink financially. As the push to get COVID vaccines continues, many mom-and-pop community pharmacies are being forced to reevaluate if they can afford to stay open. The vaccine may come free, paid for by the federal government, and administering it is fairly easy, but the work behind administering these shots can be quite difficult. The reimbursement rates from insurers can be low, and the effort to get paid can be a major undertaking. While receiving and distributing the vaccines can be a humongous undertaking for smaller pharmacies, those who have obtained the vaccines for distribution still state vaccinating their communities has remained one of the most rewarding experiences of their lives. Moving away from vaccine news, a study done by the American Society of Tropical Medicine and Hygiene found that drugs such as albendazole and mebendazole, which are commonly used to treat hookworm, roundworm, and whipworm, are increasing drastically in price. This price increase is resulting in increased costs for patients with Medicaid or private insurance, as well as a potential decrease in the quality of care that those patients may receive. With few alternatives available for the aforementioned drugs, areas in which these infections are most common, such as those in the rural parts of Alabama, where almost a third of the population of a certain community was found with hookworm, are having difficulty in providing proper treatment to its communities. Lastly, a rise in Clostridium difficile, or C. diff, has occurred lately in the United States, and multiple studies are citing the increased use of proton pump inhibitors, or PPIs. Proton pump inhibitors are used to reduce stomach acid production that results in conditions such as GERD, peptic ulcers, and H. pylori. A common example of a PPI is Prilosec. The study found that in two groups, one of which was using PPIs, the occurrence of Clostridium difficile was much higher, though the reason for which that is, is unknown. C. diff is a bacteria that can cause diarrhea, belly pain, and fever. It can be fatal. It arises when the bacteria normally found in your gut are killed off. One of the most common treatments is a fecal microbiota transplant which a recent study proved can be 78% successful in ridding the body of C. diff and reestablishing the presence of native bacteria. That's all for today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode and others like it, be sure to subscribe.